you're listening to the Embrace Simplified podcast, where you will be inspired to unlock simpler, healthier ways to live your life. I'm a corporate ladder climber turned entrepreneur on a mission to help busy women feel their best. I'm bringing you real conversation with all my favorites, and we're talking wellness, relationships, money, business, career, and even parenting. I want you to laugh and cry, learn and grow right alongside me. I'm your host, Kirsty. Let's keep it real. Pour your coffee and turn it up. Together, we are going to simplify our life. Hey, guys, welcome back to the Embrace Simplified podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Today's conversation, I am so honored to bring you. Honestly, this was a, a beautiful conversation. I knew it was going to be. I think you're in for a real treat. It's 27 minutes of pure goodness because of the vulnerability and authenticity that Christy brings to everything she does. Today, I am chatting with Christy King Para. She is a CEO coach for the Spiritually Led Woman and an embodiment mentor. And we're going to talk about rest, how luxurious rest can feel. We're going to talk about changing up your life, giving yourself permission to start fresh, and what can come up for you in that process of finding what it is you want and living a more aligned life. And we're also going to hear about programs and opportunities for us to experience more of Christy and her coaching. She also holds beautiful retreats. And if you're not following her on Instagram, you definitely should be at Christy King Para. I hope that you guys enjoy this conversation as much as I enjoyed recording it with her. And I hope you're all doing well, staying healthy. You can hear it in my voice, but by the time you hear this, I will definitely be well. (laughs) Thanks so much for your ongoing support. It really means everything. Thank you. Welcome to the podcast. This is Christy and Kirsty. I know. <laughs> hello, hello. I'm so glad to be here. I am so excited for this conversation. So if people do not know you, tell us who you are, where they can find you. Okay. Well, thank you for having me, Kirsty. It's awesome being here. And so I'm Christy King Para. I hang out the most on Facebook and Instagram. You can find me there at Christy King Para. The S is silent. So there's an S at the end of my name. But who am I? What do I do? I'm a human, a spiritual being, a mother to two boys. I'm engaged to the most magnificent man I've ever met. He's got two dogs. We've got two dogs. So beautiful, big blended family. And I'm also a coach, a spiritual mentor. I call myself a multi-dimensional soul guide for the sacred CEO and the spiritually led kind of female entrepreneur and, you know, those corporate executives. And I'm also the founder and CEO of the Expanded Soul Movement, which is my 12-month membership program and a community of women really who are leading themselves back into harmony with their soul's purpose and divinity. That's a little bit about who I am. Oh, I love it. I mean, like all excited, get a little goosebumps when I hear you talk about it because you can like really feel your passion for what you do. And it's like so inspiring to see somebody who's like really doing what they are called to do 
and they're doing it with so much passion. I love that. I, when I hear that, and I'm just going to like take a guess that other people hearing this too, they're like, oh, that sounds a little like woo woo. And I like to call that out because I feel like people need to drop that, like that filter that they have. They're like, oh, I don't know if that's for me or something. Does that make sense to you? Like, do you feel that at all where people are like, I'm not sure if that would be for me. So I will, t- I'll share a quick story with you. I had that, like a, a, a younger version, an older version of Kirsty had that, like, oh, I'm not, that's too woo woo for me. And I recently led a coaching group with some, I was facilitating for somebody else's program. And I going into the content of masculine and feminine and all this, I was like, I felt like something like woke up inside of me. And all of a sudden, so much made sense about like how I was showing up or not showing up and how I was like nourishing my feminine side, maybe not enough and how I was like living so much in masculine energy. So, so I feel like, yeah, I just want to share that because if there's someone who's listening and they're like, I'm not sure I'm a spiritual person, I want you to like for the next 30 minutes, drop that, just drop that. Because I think what you do is like you unlock something in people by what you talk about. So now I'm going to let you just talk more. (laughs) It's like my favorite topic to riff on. So I'm so excited for it because whether or not you consider yourself a spiritual being or person or not, we all are. Like whether you define yourself as that. And I think we're in this incredible moment in time in history right now where if you don't consider yourself someone who's of a spiritual nature, maybe you're starting to think about it because there, there's a global spiritual awakening happening. There's so much on a global planetary collective level that is being brought out of the shadows and into the light for all to see for, for, for those to practice personal discernment, critical thinking, what's, what's my truth? Like, what, what do I decide? How do I feel about this? What do I want to do about it? Like, there are all of these things that are coming to the surface right now, not only collectively, but individually. And I think what we've all been, what we've all walked through is an awakening of some sorts. Yeah. And we can try to numb it out and dumb it down or escape, but it will keep coming into the light because that is really the reason why we're here is to, you know, determine who we are, what, what we came here for. And I think we're all being asked to raise to that level of consciousness right now and to rise up into really just owning who we are. And using our expression and our voice and stepping into and choosing the light, really. Yeah. If you are talking to somebody, like if somebody's feeling like, oh, this is just like, this resonates, but like, what do I do? Like, what do I do with this? Like, she's right. I feel this, but I don't know how that like shows up in my day-to-day life as an individual. What would you say to that person listening? Like, how do they lean into that, like really sink into it or surrender? I think it shows up in your ability to navigate your day with an ease and a joy and a happiness 
and a sense of freedom in your own soul, in interdependent of what's going on in the world around us. And mm. if your days don't feel like that, then that is the opportunity and the invitation to create this heaven on earth inside of yourself and your soul and your body and your energy and your lifestyle and your interactions with the humans and your and, and animals or pets in your household with the people that you serve and the impact that you have. And so really it's a walking dedication. It's, it's a walking, you know, moment to moment of choice, intentional choice to co-create with what we've been given. And I mean, I will be the first to admit, I love a good like Netflix binge. Although I'll tell you, coming out two years of, you know, watching all the things like my tastes have really changed. And in terms of what I can tolerate and what kinds of things I can watch, but whether we're choosing to watch something or choosing with our, our food choices or like our consumption choices, whether that's Mm -hmm. social media, whether that's what we watch for entertainment, whether that's what, what we do to numb out or the, the food choices we choose, how we hydrate ourselves, how much sleep that we get, all of these things add up to what we're choosing every day, what we're giving our energy to and how we're co-creating with the universe in every moment. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because I think, you know, so many people, they want like tangible, things that they can do, right? And it's so many small things. Now, it's not a small thing to like bring in a practice of like gratitude or meditation or something. Like, that's not a small thing to do. I know that it's took me years to bring that stuff into my life, but it is like a lot of really intentional choices. And when I think about where I am now versus where I was when I was completely not consciously living my life at all, there was so much consumption that I did not think about every single day, like you talk about social media. It's in our, it's in everything, right? And when you ask for something tangible, I just say 11 minutes, like 11 minutes in the morning, 11 minutes at night. Can you pull out a journal? Can you light a candle? Can you take a few deep breaths? Can you close your eyes and connect to the divinity within you? That connection to source, because that is going to fuel you more than anything you'll see on Netflix or social media or, you know, like it's just choosing that. And we all have 11 minutes a day, like, and, you know, 11 minutes could turn into 20 minutes one morning or maybe one morning it's five minutes, but choosing that before the day begins, or even if you're greeting your kids in the morning and then taking your your time. I have an upcoming program actually on boundaries called the sacred line. And this is something I'm really like curious about right now. And with the women I work with and the clients that I, I work with, it's so much about like, how are you holding the sacred boundaries and how are you honoring those sacred needs of yourself? And really, that's what this like the whole thing is about the sacred line. No one's going to come and do it for you as women. I'm not sure what as humans like this goes for men too, but we can't be all of who we are if we don't take care of and give ourselves what we need. And it starts with us. Mm, so good. Okay. I have to tell another story. Last week, I had been experiencing some recurring nightmares that I haven't had in a really long time, but it was, they're from a traumatic event. They've been with me for a really long time. They kind of came back out of nowhere. 
and I had completely ignored how they were impacting my sleep. And then I got a migraine and I feel like the last five days I have just, all I have been able to do is say yes to resting. Like I have dropped off the kids at school and sometimes slept until I went back to pick them up. It was like my body just it needed to catch up or something with myself. And an older version of me would have been so hard on myself about it. But now all I see is like, that's where you were at and that's what you needed. And you just need to give yourself permission to like, yeah, to completely stop some of the things that I was doing because I needed that rest. I still don't feel like I'm back, but I feel like I'm at least I'm giving myself permission to give myself what I need and and not carry a ton of guilt around it. There's there's a few things that come up for me with that. Number one, the old ways of doing things. And, you know, in my experience as a woman and a mother, and I'm not sure if this is mostly your audience, I would imagine that like some men, yes. men are yes. out there too. And, and really, we're all rising together. Like we can't be doing this on our own without them. Like, so it's it's a call of sacred union and this balance of the divine feminine and divine masculine within us. But as you're talking about there, the recovering over-functioning archetype, the recovering codependent, which is something that I still very much relate to, the recovering like fixer, the recovering people pleaser, the recovering high achiever. Like those are all things that I've been and can recognize and like served a time, but it or, or played a role in time mm-hmm. in my life, but they didn't, they didn't actually serve me. They served mm-hmm. a lot of other people, but they didn't actually serve, serve me. And I think that part of this, if you call it a new paradigm that is emerging out of, you know, two years post pandemic is this new way of functioning. And so it's just our old habits and our old ways will no longer work. And sometimes our human body needs to catch up with, right? Like with the mm-hmm. the new version of ourselves. And I see this so often that the more rest we give ourselves, the more rest we need. And I'm in my fourth decade. And I, I think of like the decades of that I was out of balance. And it's no wonder that like the rest feels so luxurious and so exquisite. And so like, like a space I want to linger in because we deserve it and not from a standpoint of martyrdom, but because we are humans who deserve to live a life of balance and joy and ease and feel all, all of the parts of it, including the rest and relaxation. I love that you said that this, this year I have like this goal that everybody and every conversation that we have on the podcast gives women permission, whether that is to like shake up their life or to have more rest or, you know, just to live with more intention. I just want to give them permission. What you just said there absolutely is like, that is what it's about for me. Thank you. Of course. One of my favorite ways to give myself like time is in a bath. Do you like baths? Yes, I do. Well, I do something called a goddess bath. I really feel like it's a beautiful way to connect to the divine feminine and the goddess within us. And that's to like make a potion of just herbs and flowers. And so I've started this ritual of buying myself flowers on Fridays 
on Venus Day. And and then at some point over the course of the week, actually, I have some roses right beside me now. So like, for example, these roses are fully, you know, bloomed and kind of on their last legs and ready to go. But I'll just pop off like an entire rose bud after like this week of looking at this beautiful bouquet of blossoming roses and rose, the oils and the plant and the medicine that comes with it is like the highest frequency of love, right? Mm. Stands for love and the highest frequency of love. So putting those into your bath and this bath being an act of self-care and of self-love and maybe adding some Epsom salts or some baking soda, like these are all really good things that can help support your body as it detoxes. And sometimes I'll pick up some eucalyptus or some lavender and it's just beautiful just to play with plants and to play with these herbs. And if we go back into our generational lines or lifetimes that we've lived before, if this feels resonant to you, like you've probably done some work with plants before or gathered herbs or you know, done something and it can be a very beautiful healing experience to give to yourself. You'll laugh, my nine-year-old daughter. She's like, mom, you need to set up the bath. And I'm like, set up the bath. She's like, yeah, I need like some things in it, you know, some stuff. (laughs) She loves it and she's only nine, but I love that. You know, what's as I hear you talking, I'm like, I think I have been operating maybe with more barriers than boundaries. And I've definitely in my life and my circumstances and everything that I've had going on, I've had to like, I've had to be a little bit more in my masculine energy. And I struggle with going into that. I'm like, oh, that sounds lovely. And then I'm like, I'll, my autopilot is to just like run the bath. But that kind of goes into every aspect of my life. I, I struggle. I think it's like, you know, it's separating, it's isolation, it's a new town. It's like less connection with people, less of the like, I don't know routine of the community and things like that, that I had and in the kids needing me more. And so I find it really challenging to go into that feminine energy. What would you say to someone who's like, I'm just surviving. And I think I might, this might, I'm called, I'm being called to like practice this better. What would you say? Yeah, this really resonates with me. And I, I'm a divorced woman and the version of me inside my marriage ran very much more more in the masculine. Not that there's one that's wrong or like right mm-hmm. or wrong, but just it was like overdrive, overdrive mm-hmm. and, and cause friction and, and conflict, which is not the reason for the divorce, but it's it's what was the the divorce was the catalyst for me to take a look at how I was showing up there. And how that was working for me. So coming through my healing kind of journey, which I still feel like it's never ending. Like there's always like things that pop up. I'm like, oh, this is great. Like something else that I get to look at and, and, and love on and embrace as and accept as a part of me at each stage. But in terms of the, the path to maybe balancing or harmonizing a little bit more. And I talk a lot about this inside my sacred goddess program and at my luxury retreats, my goddess retreats that I run a few times a year here in Ontario. 
but it, it was really like a self inquiry into how is it working out for you? And so independent, that strong, independent, I can do it all. I don't need any help. I can take it all on was exhausting to be mm-hmm. honest with you. And the truth is, and, and I mean, even how I got to that point, like when I look at how I arrived there and I looked at my upbringing and society and just like, you know, the patriarchy that I was raised in and how I was still fitting into, you know, and I realized this is like my white privilege, like completely speaking, but raised in a way of like, you know, be the good girl, get the good grades, like captain of the team, like excelling in all the things, like go get a job, climb the corporate ladder, which were all these things that I did, like find the man, marry him, like have the, you know, two kids in the white picket fence and like got to the stage in my life where I'm like, whose life is this? I don't even recognize this as my life. And that's the part when I got to like really take inventory of like, if I'm starting over and starting from scratch, is this what I want my life to continue as? Because how is it working for me? Or do I want to feel a different way? And so I really leaned into these questions of how do I want to feel? What are the words that I want to feel? And honestly, quite a lot of the work I do is around this nervous system calibration, recalibration, because when we have been operating in this overdrive decades or however long it's been, it does take some time for us to develop these new patterns and to welcome in the new way of operating or a more balanced way of operating. When we speak of divine feminine leadership, this is our birthright. It's a part of who we are. And it's a part of the new paradigm that's paving the way right now, where the divine feminine who is strong, yet soft, like her edges aren't, like they don't need to have barriers. Her edges can be softened, but she can still stand in her truth, in her expression, hold her line, her sacred line, draw that in the sand, hold it and honor it with kindness and love and compassion. And the feminine, like, you know, we have this in us, the feminine, the nurturing, the creative, the right, the the ease, the harmony, the all the side side of us, it really becomes a practice that we welcome in to our our life over time. But it does take some time to to balance out or to bring back into balance. Yes. I love that. Okay. So I'm hearing you all these beautiful programs and, and things that you, <laughs> I want to hear more about that. Tell us more about who you're working with and, you know, what are the opportunities to, I feel like just any container where your energy is, is going to be so valuable. So tell us more about that. It's, it's so interesting to try to like describe who I am and what I do, because I do really feel like it's so multifaceted right now with women. So primarily women, and it's like the sacred CEO, the the entrepreneur, the corporate executive, the woman looking for more balance in her life, but to not have to do it alone. I feel like so much, like, again, back to that old version of our, ourselves where it's like, oh, I can do this. I can figure it out. I'm independent. I, It's like it's working with women who've gotten to this point who are like, I can do it alone and I don't want to. I mm-hmm. want to walk with someone and I want to. I give to so many people. I want to receive support in a way that feels nurturing and nourishing 
knowing that you have the support in your life that's outside of family or friends, right? Supporting you. So I do, I do one-on-one mentorship. I have a 12 month membership program called the Sacred Sisterhood, which is a, a beautiful program of women who are committed to their healing, their work in the world and showing up as their best selves. So really nothing's off limits. We dive into what we've been talking about, this like balancing of divine feminine and masculine energetics. We talk about conscious relationships. We talk about like, you know, living this life of soul liberation and and self-expression and owning who we are. So much of it is about that, like remembering who we are and why we are here and what we're meant to do. So those are my my one-on-one and my 12-month options. And then I've got, I mentioned my retreat. So my next retreat is around the summer solstice. I have one in the autumn equinox that I believe is sold out, but the summer solstice one still has room available. And then I have my programs as well that I teach. So I do have this upcoming program called The Sacred Line, which is all on boundaries. And then one of my, one of my programs is a 12 month membership where you can just join my programs and just kind of be, be a part of the experience. It's called the expanded soul movement journey. And that's 12 month membership as well. So I'm a manifest generator and I have lots of different ways that you can jump in and work with me. (laughs) I love it. You know, I have never felt so seen. And I guess last year in 2021, than when I did my human design, if you haven't, if you're listening to this and you're like, what's a manifesting generator? I'm going to make sure there's a link in the show notes, but you like, it was such a beautiful gift I gave myself to receive that information. And yeah, I was like, oh yeah, this is me. And this is so insightful. It it helped me so much. Oh my gosh. Okay. We're going to make sure that you have links to everywhere that you can find Kirstie and Chrissy and Kirstie. They'll both be there. I knew I was going to do that at least once. Thank you so, so much. This is a beautiful gift you have given me and all the listeners. And I really, really appreciate your time. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Thanks for listening to Embrace Simplified, the podcast. I hope you picked up some inspiration today and that you take action to feel your best. Can you guys do me a solid? If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. It helps more people find the podcast. If you know someone who needs to hear this episode, shoot them a text right now and share it. I love getting those notes from friends. And I also love seeing where you're listening from. So please keep tagging us online at Embrace Simplified. Don't forget to subscribe so you can catch new episodes as they drop. Until next time, I'm your host, Kirstie. Remember, you have it in you to simplify your life.